Uh, I want to open up really quick in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. And maybe you've heard this verse, but if not, it's right there. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. In, in the Amplified Version, it says, there is a season, a time appointed for everything. There is a time appointed for everything. We've reached the last day of 2023. How many here uh, can take a deep breath and say, oh gosh, finally. Uh, is there anyone in the room that's like that? We reached the last day. Is there anybody? A few? Is there any that's just like, it's just another day, right? Tomorrow, I guess I got to wake up. Some of y'all might have to go to work tomorrow. I don't know, right? It's just another day. But, but for some people, it, it may look like it's a new season beginning. See, the truth is, is that God is not tied to a calendar. It is not subject to dates. He is not moved by time, but it does use the calendar to mark times of change. And there are times when God uses a change in the calendar to move spiritually according to his purposes. How many can say amen? See, when we look back and reflect on the year, we recognize that 2023 was a year full of blessings and challenges. We started the year declaring that this was the year of what? This was the year of impact. The reality is that when we have been impact and we have had an impact during this year, 2023. See, 2021, when we started as a church, we've only been three years as a church, as Revive Colleen. We declared as a year of blessing. And in 2022, we declared that we will see it, that God was going to show and showcase certain things within our lives, within our church, within our families. And then this was going to be a year of impact. See, living a life of impact is living the life God planned for you from the foundation of the world and, and, and he's fulfilling the purpose that you were created to fulfill, reaching those he created you for and radically impacting eternity for him. So we started the year by saying that we didn't want to make an impression, but rather an impact. See, we are called to impact the world around us. Jesus said that we are to be the salt of the earth and the light of of the world. We are told to love as he loved, help those who suffer, to proclaim forgiveness to the broken and new life to the lost. See, God calls us to change our world for the better. We do not do this so much through elaborate programs, although there's a place for them or through our times of worship. The impact comes from the reality of Christ living in and through us. So tomorrow begins a new year for some, a new season, a new time, but the mission and vision continues. Amen. Let's pray. So Father, we just come to you one more time, Father, giving you thanks for all that you've done today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done throughout this year, throughout. We could be here all day just talking about your goodness and, and how you've helped us in moments of difficulty, moments of challenges, how you've stretched out your hand, how you've never left us, never forsaken us. You've always been right there. And today we just want to glorify your name and give you thanks for all that you continue doing, Father, for the things that you've done, even that we don't know, the unseen, Father. Father, how you've kept us and how you've just lifted us up for a time as this. Lord, we give you all the honor and all the glory, Lord, and that these following moments, Lord, be moments that, that point to you, that glorify your name always and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, we say amen. amen. 
Amen. Uh, before I continue with, with the message for today, I do want to welcome anyone here who's here for the very first time. Is there anybody here for the first time, first time visitor? Just wave at me for the first time. Hey, right here in the second row, welcome. Welcome right here in the back. Come on, Revive family. Over here on the right side, on the, over here on the side as well. On the left, come on, can we make some noise for those that... Man, we'd like to acknowledge you and whether you're here just visiting and just kind of checking us out in curiosity or you're here with family, extended family for the holidays, man, welcome. Thank you for being here at Revive. My name's Andres Lopez and together with my awesome, beautiful wife, Pastor Maria, we lead the English services here as executive pastors and we serve under some amazing pastors who happen to be my parents as well, so I get a double whammy. My, my father, Pastor Carlos and Pastor Jean, can we give it up for our senior pastors? Just want to honor them and... Dad released the word this morning in our Spanish servant. It's just so amazing. And so I'm just so grateful that we get to do this. So thank you. Thank you for visiting with us. You could be anywhere else. And uh, we're just grateful you're here. And I know sometimes when you're visiting a new church, we have an assessment list. You know what I'm saying? We're looking around. What's this? What's that? Why? Why is this? Why hasn't this happened? But I just ask you to, to allow God to lead you where he wants you to be. Whether it's here or anywhere else, there's some amazing, amazing churches in our city. So we're just grateful you decided to at least spend some time with us today this afternoon at Revive. So one more time, can we give it up for those that are for the first time? So welcome. Right at the end of service, uh, my wife and I and our pastors and our team will be outside. We'd love to meet and greet you and, and shake your hand. So welcome, welcome. All those online, thank you for tuning in one more time for this year. Hopefully we'll see you next year, you know, so uh, here in the building. No, but thank you, thank you uh, for tuning in. So uh, my father shared something that, that he read this past week that blessed his life, and it was just such a such truth to it. It's a new year, but the same God. It's a new year, but the same God. See, the Bible supports the fact that we were born for God's intended purpose. God made plans for us before the world began, and he released us into the world and at just the right time so that his plans and purposes may be manifested in, with, through our lives as individuals and as a church. That's why we celebrated last November three years since the birth of Revive Colleen. And the fact that the new year is such a big celebration tells us something about the human obsession with change. See, we celebrate the holiday with parties and parades and, and big shiny ball falling to the ground in New York City. Some of y'all have food in the oven right now waiting. Somebody told me, right? Lupre, got that Benita sitting there. Eight hours, he said, is marinating, right? But we celebrate the last day of the year by looking forward to the start of the next and planning all the ways we will change in that new year instead of reflecting on the year we leave behind. See, a lot of us were ready to walk out of 2023 and walk into new purpose, into a new season, into new, right? And a lot of times nothing may occur in those moments because maybe our mindset is just expecting, we start planning, we start doing certain things to prepare for the new, but a lot of times we forget to reflect on what was behind. What has God already done? What has God saved me from? What has God continued to do? What did he do throughout this year in 2023 that's actually preparing me and getting me ready for what God has for this next year. For some, it's just the next day. 
It's just the calendar year, just like chapter three at the end, going into chapter four in, a, in the book of the Bible. It's just, a, it's just a continuation. But when we look at this, a lot of us, we may have a desperate for change in our lives, but we also often fear it and crave dependence, consistency, and stability. And it's, and it's a bit of a roller coaster. We love the ride, but we're probably also a little relieved to set foot on solid ground afterwards. See, in this new year, we might be lamenting the sorrows of last year, celebrating what we have planned or dreading the challenges of the coming year. See, there's still bills that need to be paid. It's like in this new season, there's no bill. No, no, they're still due on the 1st of January, right, for some of us. James chapter 1 verse 16 says, don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. See, this part of James' letter, let, let, letter to believers around the world reminds us that in the midst of our constant state of change, God is always with us. He's always with us. See, God has given us a word for the new year, 2024, and I don't want you to take this as like, uh, we're about to declare a word for our church, and it's just for us, and this is just a cat. No, I really believe that for us, the way we've been operating and a lot of what God has been leading us as, as we've gotten together as a pastor family is, wow, Lord, you, you have declared that it was a year of blessing, and you understood, and those who are with us during that time know what it was when we say a year of blessing. See, a year of blessing wasn't necessarily that we were expecting monetary blessing. We were expecting new houses. No, no, no. We were saying, God, you have open the door for us to be a blessing to so many other people. You've opened the door, Lord, to see the blessing of freedom of what you've given to us, to do what you've asked us to do. When we declared that we will see it, we were declaring something that God had already professed long ago, saying, God, we're declaring healing. We're seeing families come together. We're going to see fathers taking their mantle and, and living out what God has placed their life. We're going to see families restored, seeing prodigals return. We will see things continue to happen, seeing God's grace, seeing Seeing God's mercy, seeing his gospel spread this city, spread this land. We'll see people coming into their calling, falling into their place, walking out their role that God has placed on this time in earth. We were declaring that we will see it and God was doing it. And when we said this was to be a year of impact, we were saying, Lord, impact our lives, impact this city, impact this nation, impact this land. And that's all we've been seeing. There's a lot of impact, see, because when impact comes, it doesn't leave anything the same. And when we said, God, arrive in a way that we would least expect, arrive in a way that we would least pray for, arrive in a way that your people need you, Lord, we need your presence, your impact in our lives right now in Jesus' name. And man, I didn't know that it was going to be an impact in my life personally, spiritually, in my health, physically, financially. We saw impact, didn't we, baby? You know, sometimes it's like when you ask, Lord, I pray for patience. Have you ever prayed that before? Mm -hmm. Those who know who grew up in church are like, I don't pray that, you know. That's that fruit of the spirit that I'm still maturing in. It's real little, it's a little bitty berry, right? So that's, that's the thing. When you're actually praying, Lord, we want to see your impact. There's things that God did in your life this year that impacted your way of thinking, that just literally took down walls, broke religion, started doing certain things so you can see the love of Jesus for yourself and for the people around you. We declared it. It was to be a year of impact. I want to go to Isaiah chapter 54 because I believe that as we've been impact, God is now preparing us for something. And I want you to take this word today as something for yourself. 
Take this for your family. Take this for your own personal walk. We're declaring it for our church. We're declaring it for our city. We're believing. It's a general statement that I'm about to say right now. But take it as something that, Lord, I want you to do something within me this year like never before. Amen? But Isaiah chapter 54, verse 2 through 3 says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Revived Church, we are believing that the year 2024 for my house, for this house, for our city, we're believing it for every church. Every church can have their own theme, but we're believing this for every person that believes in Jesus Christ, the unbeliever, the non-believer. We are believing that this is the year of expansion. Come on, say that to yourself. This is the year of expansion. Come on, receive that in your heart. Receive that in your mind. Father, this is the year of expansion. Now, that's easy to take it, but like, what are we about to expand to? I don't know. I'm just asking God to expand us so that we could be a greater be, be a greater people to the world around us. God's about to expand his kingdom. God's about to expand his reach. God's about to expand his love. God's about to expand his power. God's about to do something unprecedented like never before. You may look at Pastor Andres. That's easy for a preacher to declare on a stage just a word for myself. I'm receiving this for myself, that this is a year of expansion, that God's about to do something like he's never done. The building will come throughout this year. God is about to expand. Our revived kids is going to expand. Revived youth is going to expand. Our small groups are about to expand. There's things that are going to expand the reach beyond a preaching could do. Only God could do. See, expansion is the action of becoming larger or more extensive. I didn't say we're going to get bigger. That's just part of it. Divine expansion means God is making room for you to become bigger. It refers to growth, increase, and enlargement. Divine expansion is when God intervenes and brings about growth, enlargement, and increase in someone's life, in someone's ministry, in their business, in their career. See, in this chapter, there are four orders from God to Israel. And I want to break them down for you here before you leave. And the first one, quickly, the first one he says is to enlarge and stretch. Enlarge and stretch. It says enlarge and stretch without delay to the left and the right. This is synonymous with north and southeast and west. This is about envisioning a territory, owning it, and making it produce. Enlargement requires us to get out of our small boxes, our small routines, our small thinking, and our limited view of God. See, when Caleb and Joshua saw a place of enlargement before them, the promised land, but the rest shrunk back and stayed small. Caleb and Joshua believed it could be done, but the rest said they were afraid to try and remain small. Minded, we are declaring that this is the year of expansion. That we're removing all obstacles, removing all the things that are deterring us moving forward with what God has in place for our lives. 
See, we didn't just name Revive just because it sounds cute and we're declaring Revival every single Sunday. No, no, we're believing that when people walk into this room, they are revived in Jesus' name, that hope is revived. See, I said this before, not every church is the same church that hurts you. God has called certain people in certain places to bring about restoration in people's lives. There's a lot of callings that are seated, a lot of people that are, that are lamenting over what's happened in the past, and God is saying, in order for me to expand you, it's time to let go and start seeing the promise that is before you. In order for me to expand you, it's time to forgive. In order for me to expand you, it's time for me to look forward and believe that what God has in front of me is for the taking. It's time to occupy what God has placed before us. Secondly, enlarging is the place of your tent means making room for some new people in your life. See, people will stretch you. How many believe that? S-T-R, I don't spell it, stretch you. See, relationships with people will stretch your nerves, stretch your patience, and stretch your prayer life. If you want more, if you're tired of an unfulfilled, unfruitful, barren life, then God is saying enlarge and stretch. You will never see a miracle until you stretch your faith. To enlarge and to stretch is to make room for God. The second order is don't hold back. Come on, look at your person next to you. Don't hold back. Don't look, look at the one behind you that you ignored all service. Tell them, don't hold back. Come on, make, if you're single, make eye contact with that one. No, no, just kidding. So just be like, don't, don't hold back, girl. I'm coming for you right after this service. In Jesus' name. I read something so funny this week. Uh, uh, for those who are here, it says, if the mall and temple hasn't given up, neither should you. <laughs> that mall is still going. <laughs> Don't work little. It says, invest a lot. Invest time, invest money, strength, work, passion to the level that you are willing to die to self and give yourself completely over to God will be the level that you experience God's greater grace in this season. Withhold nothing from God in this season. You will experience him like never before. Don't hold back. See, make a resolve that nothing in your life is off limits to God. Allow God open access to every area and aspect of your life. See, God's grace will flow to you and through you to the level that you grant him access. If you hold nothing back from God, he will hold nothing back from you. And in this year will be the best year of your life. Do not hold back involves overcoming fear. See, there are times when we need to do things that make us afraid and break the hold it has over us. Psalms 84, 11 says, the Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. The third order says, lengthen your cords. Come on, lengthen your cords. You must extend the domains of your reach. Don't continue working just a small territory. It's time to cover more. Reach more people with the message. It is a time to better condition the space to be effective. 
So I'm so proud of our Revive Outreach team. They met for final year uh, last yesterday uh, downtown where we've been feeding uh, the people that are less fortunate and homeless. Every single month, they're out there giving hot plates of food and, and clothes and jackets. Come on, can we give it up for our Revive Outreach team? Those that were there. This year, we've been able to to adopt a little bitty baby park in the city. Those who didn't know, we, we have a, 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 a in, in Twin Oaks neighborhood, there's a, there's a park there that it was the last park in the city that nobody wanted to adopt. It was like the little, uh, you know, just the, 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 the child no one wants, I guess. The, the, one of those little, just he's sitting there just, I mean, it's just a, it's a small park, right? It's so small, we were like, we're gonna go out there and clean it. 30 people showed up, we finished in like three minutes. <laughs> it's that small. But God said, be faithful, with the little. And it was so beautiful to see the city of Killeen give our church a shout out saying, we are so thankful for you guys for always just, just consistently, we did it four times this year, going out there and we're waiting, we're praying, we're declaring that the city managers allow us to do more. See right now, if you didn't know, the park that we've adopted, all we can do is pick up trash. That's it. But we got people in here that are so passionate about gardening, about lawn mowing, <laughs> about planting. There's people that have that passion. They really do. And they want to do more. And the thing is, is they, 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 we, we can't, if we let you do this one, it's not fair to the other ones. We're like, so? <laughs> we want to do it, right? No kids are playing in that park. And can I tell you that in November and October of this year, the city approved one of the only parks, Twin Oak Parks, out of like the 30 parks that are in the city, approved for a brand new playscape, brand new concrete around the area, all of this stuff. And the guy told me, he goes, I don't even know how we got to approve this, but it's approved. Y'all are getting a brand new everything. It's not even ours. We don't own it. We're like, yeah, we're getting all of that because there's favor. We revived that park. Lengthen your cords. When God tells you to lengthen your cords, it means lengthen your reach. Wider tents require longer cords to keep them securely held in place. See, lengthen is to go further in output and in effort. Going the extra mile is extra, not normal. Who's ready to go the extra mile? I, 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 the, the, the faith in, in God and the gospel is not, is not something to just sit and just wait and just, to, and just to be, take it ordinary. No, God is expecting extra ordinary throughout this year. See, a lot of us, we said it last year, even going into this year, we always look at moments like this going into a new year saying, God, I need, God, I want, God, do this. And a lot of us, we fail to look at God looking at us saying, I need you, I want you. What, what do you want me to do this year, God? What do you expect from me, God? Because I have a lot of expectations from you. What do you expect from me, God? This is not a message where I'm telling you put hold and speak what you want for this year. We're believing in expansion because the word says that seek his kingdom and his righteousness first. Everything else will be, meaning he's going to take care of us. God's going to take care of the buildings. God's going to take care of the flood of people. God's going to take care of all that God's been doing throughout this year. We have no idea how he's going to do it, but it's going to be through God. He's just asking us stretch. Lengthen your cords because the tent is too small right now. Lengthen. Going the extra miles extra, not normal. Father, bless whatever's happening in Jesus' name. The fourth one and the final one is strengthen your stakes. Come on, tell your neighbor, strengthen your stakes. Strengthen your stakes. See, once you lengthen your cords, you must also strengthen your stakes, driving them deeper into the bedrock of God's truth. See, life is like a huge tree. The more the branches spread, the deeper the roots must grow. Hold on 
tighter, deepen your roots because the growth of the house will be so great that I will need to have a good foundation so that the weight of growth does not take away from you. I was writing uh, kind of my final thoughts for the year. I'm going to put a post later today with some pictures that really mean a lot to me. And I was just writing a, a summary and I, was, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, this, this year, I've been in full-time ministry for over 15 years. And, uh, and I said, this year for me, maybe because of the role I've been, I, I was a youth pastor, young adult pastor with my wife and I together for 15 years. But in this role as executive pastor, overseeing the ministries and the leaders and I said, this year was one of the hardest years for me in ministry ever. So we're like, how? Because it goes beyond me just speaking here on the platform. For me, it was one of the hardest. And I, and I was writing this down. I was saying, man, uh, the decisions that we had to make, uncomfortable decisions, uncom- I mean, decisions that would break me. And I'm like, God, like, is this what you want? Let it not be me. Like I'm trying. And then because of what I've gone through in past history through, through ministry I've been in and, and I, I've seen spiritual abuse in my life. I've, I've been through that church hurt. I've, I've seen how, how, how different pastors operate. I, I was always careful of like too much, too little. Say this. Don't say this. Be truthful. Be that. Because accountability of people is, is sometimes difficult because you can hold somebody accountable and they'll turn around saying you hurt me. Right. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to save you. If you're under my leadership, if you're, if you're under your, spe- if you want me to mentor you, then there's going to be some things that are going to be said that maybe someone else may not say. I'm, 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 I'm talking about those, those quotes that y'all all know. A true friend will tell you for real that he's not good for you, right? Like, you know, but a lot of times when it comes from a pastor, be careful, right? Or how many times? This week alone, we saw somebody post something about, uh, about our church, and it was so funny. I started laughing because I was looking at it, and it was like, they're like, man, should we even come to this church and this and that? And, and, and it was like, and, and they were like, uh, um, yeah, that's a great church, loving this. Another person, ah, that's this. And they said something that was real negative towards the church. When I saw who it was, I was like, Lord, that was a person we held accountable, and they left. And I started thinking to myself, I was like, man, it's amazing how when you try to hold accountability, you try to to do something for the betterment of that person, how sometimes you may look wrong, but you leave it sometimes in God's hands. Say, Lord, build them up. Lord, do what you have to do. Lord, continue. And this has been one of the most difficult years. And I was a young adult pastor. We had to hold people accountable every single day, like every five minutes. I had, I had people, still to this day, I got young adults that still write me, man, I'm, I'm thinking about her again. I'm like, oh, dude, grow up. No, just kidding. I was just, uh, it's, I almost fell again, PA. I'm like, I can't be your accountability no more. Like, what I'm saying is that, wow, Lord, it's different. I'm not saying accountability of people, accountability of whole ministries. Accountability of an entire system. And accountability of what the decisions you make now, how do they impact tomorrow? How do they prepare? When God is saying strengthen your stakes, what he's saying is that the foundation has to be solid enough to experience and hold the growth that is coming for this house. And sometimes decisions have to be made that are difficult. There's things that you have to do this year for your family, for your marriage, for your, for, for your relationships, that you have to hold a stake deeper. And there's things that you have to walk away from, let go. Decisions that are difficult to make that God is saying, in order for me to enhance, in order for me to, to push forward, in order for you to see expansion, you have to make a tough decision. And sometimes those tough decisions, we kind of lay back and be like, I don't want to, until I fix my life, then I'll show up. Until I fix my life, then I'll serve. I, I honor you. Uh, where, where's, where's, uh, uh, Terrell, uh, uh, where are they at? Where are they? They're not here. Oh, they're not here today. 
Anna, where's she at? Where's she go? She's in Revived Kids serving. God bless her, Anna. Tyree, you hear Tyree in the front? He's probably back there too. Something that she said in the video was she was like, man, she goes, I served under Pastor Andres, Pastor Mary before, and, and I was in sin. <laughs> she came to us, and she was like, you know what, PA? Um, I'm going through this. I'm, I'm going through that. She got pregnant. And we were like, and it's okay. See, a lot of times, because the woman who gets pregnant, right, the man, you but not the woman, because she starts growing. So her sin is visible. You know what I'm saying? She's reminded every day that you did wrong. And I said, no, 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 no. And this is the time for you to press in. We need you close. Don't walk away. Don't feel it, but we're going to help you. We're going to be here for you. We're going to be right by your side. Tough decisions that sometimes you have to make and you think, and it's for the people that are around you. I love hearing the stories of what God's been doing even throughout this past week, a month of giving, a month of, of generosity where we've been able to exchange gifts and how God has met people's needs in ways like never before. See, we have to stretch. What God is asking us to do requires tough decisions. I don't know if you're just rehearsing some decisions in your mind saying, oh my God, I know I got to do this. I'm afraid of this. I, I need to do this. It's time to prepare for what's coming to your life, your family, your ministry, your finances, your dreams, your goals. It is time to prepare. It's time to enlarge the place of our tent, to stretch our tent curtains wide, to not hold back, to lengthen our cords, to strengthen our stakes, for we will spread out to the right and to the left in Jesus' name. See, strengthen involves the development of character which enables us to deal with the things that come. So glad you're listening to our podcast and we're believing it'll bless your life. And our desire is to impact more souls with the gospel of Christ. If you want to join this mission and want to give today, we will be so grateful. And you can do so by visiting our website at www.revivedkaleen.com or text GIVE to 844 844- Four six two nine zero seven one. Now let's get back to the message. If we are not strong on the inside, we will be moved from our path when trials come. We say strengthen, meaning I will not be moved. I'm not going to be moved for a breakup. Breakup happens, they both disappear. No, I will not be moved. I will not be moved because I lost my job. I will not be moved because this happened. I was rejected. I will not be moved. It's beautiful when you hear the stories of what God does after the fact. And we can celebrate those moments, but you don't know the process. You don't know the story. You don't know the journey. You don't know what I had to go through, the pain and all the the turmoil to get to this point. God is saying, strengthen your stakes for 2024. In order for you to see expansion, you have to be firm in God so that you won't be moved the moment it gets difficult. We're quick to run, right? We're quick to walk away. God is saying, remain. Remain. See, expansion exists to bring people closer and closer to Jesus and to bring Jesus to people. See, divine expansion is the antidote to the stagnation and limitation that attack people's destinies. 
When the divine expansion takes place, the stars will arise and begin to shine. Caged destinies will be unleashed. Follow grounds will be broken. Yokes will be destroyed. Captives will be set free. Territories will be possessed. And there will be revival, recovery, and restoration. Revive, prepare for expansion in Jesus' name. See, God wants to see your life advance and give you divine expansion. God has plans to bless you in all areas of your life. See, you may have faced a delay in 2023 and nothing much has changed for you, but God reminds us that he will revive us. He will bring us back to a place of advancement, power, blessing, and prosperity. So you may look at 2023 as the mark of what went wrong in your life. Maybe you went through a divorce. Maybe you went through a, a heavy breakup. You, maybe you went through, through something that failed you in your life. Maybe you went through something that's marked that you're ready to forget this year. You're ready to walk away. We are declaring for a year of expansion that nothing will stop God from continuing to bring forth the calling that he has in place for your life. See, I want to announce that a change is happening. You are entering a new season just as the winds can change direction in the year of expansion. Things will change in your favor. Some of you are at the same level at year after year and you think you've reached your limits. God is saying, I'm going to do something new. God's going to take us further than we can imagine. He's going to open doors you never even dreamed were possible. Get ready for expansion. See, God's words enlarge and stretch, and I'm closing, is God is telling you, you will not be put to shame. You will not be put to shame. You will spread to the left and to the right. You will extend your curtains for what the Lord is doing in your life. So don't look at what you are now. Look at the change that's coming. See, this is the year of expansion of the kingdom of God. It could be more than obvious. You could just turn on the news and look at your social media, how critical people are, how, how, how critical everything that's happening in our world, in our nation, and, and beyond even the U.S. There's so many things that are heartbreaking, but one of the biggest things that continues to happen is God being removed from everything. From everything. You know, we've been little, my, my mom showed me earlier, she was like, babe, look, check it out. One of your shorts on, on YouTube it hit like almost 3,000 viewers. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even see it. I didn't even know it was, a, it was one that I'm reading. And it, and it was a simple moment that, that our media team made of, of us talking about how the love of God, when it's inside of you, what it breeds out of you. It was, one, it was from our, our Christmas Eve message. And, and, and I remember saying that, and those people, amen, amen, comments, amen. And then there was a one person. His name is not Jesus, his name is Yeshua. You need to get it right. And I was like, wow, the love of Jesus was felt in that message. That's where we're at, where our own people are attacking each other, where the people that are supposed to be showing fruit of the Spirit forgot, and they're only going by fruit of theology, fruit of their mind, fruit of what they could figure out, and the Spirit is just sitting right there on the top of a shelf like that gift you got for Christmas that you didn't even want. It's just sitting there and it's just like, I'm right here. God is saying we need the Holy Spirit in order to see expansion. We need the Spirit of God to be remnant and be actually flowing through us so people can see the love and the hope of Jesus. 
We need to see it. The Holy Spirit needs to be brewing within us, telling us to go pray for that person, go love on that person, go forgive that person, stop being critical. There's too many critical spirits around telling us what to do, how not to do it, what you shouldn't do, how you, what you shouldn't wear, how you're supposed to look, all these things that God is saying. I'm just sitting here looking at a people that is ready for expansion, but they have not doing anything to prepare for it. To see the kingdom spread, it needs people that are submitted to God saying, Lord, work in me something that can help me love the one that doesn't love me back. Work in me something that can help me reach the person that no one else wants to reach. Work in me something that can help restore the person that was rejected with my very same role. Work in me to have affection, to be empathetic. Work in me to understand more, to listen more. Work in me to be able to see the person across from me, maybe a different color of skin, but they were created by God, so they are called for a time as this. Work in me to be in unity because when we're not in unity the spirit is quenched and God is saying to see expansion we need to be united we need to reflect his love we need to do more God is calling for us but a lot of us are sitting bitter with what happened in 2019 and God is saying I'm trying to heal you from what happened in the past so you can see and expand your mouth and your month for what's happening in the future he's calling you don't just stay comfortable in your job, comfortable in your family, comfortable. Those are all great things. Those are all blessings. But it may look like we're losing on the outside. But if we're declaring for expansion from the inside, when we're on the outside is when people need to see the love of Jesus in us. They see it. God's going to call us in moments of boldness where we will stand up for what we believe. God's going to call us in moments of boldness where we will stand firm in what the word of God says. There's going to be moments where we're going to stick to what the scripture says, but in the same moment, we're going to love as we deliver the message and say, Lord, we love them. Lord, we love them. If I'm going to expand our reach, We've been praying and declaring for three years for God to revive the people that walk into this room. Expansion is now saying that those that walk out of this room go revive people that are outside of this room. To say, Lord, see how they say, it's like, man, I, I love what, what Mitzi and, and, and Kyle said. He, he said, when I go to New York, he goes, what they're going to see is what God's done in me. That because I was revived, I can now revive them. And you may think, well, it's only Jesus that could do it. It's only God. Yeah, but through his actions, through his character, through who he is, God's working in him, God's molding him, God's doing certain things, and he's been doing it through you where people start noticing something different about you. There's something different about how you do business, how you operate with people. There's something. What is it that you have? That's what expansion will do. People start asking, what is it that you have? Ah, oh, well, let me tell you what I have. You can get real spiritual at that moment. I have Jesus Christ in my heart. You know, just... See, this is the year of expansion of the kingdom of God. This is our expansion season, expanded resources, extended favor, expanded relationships, and expanded revelation. See, the word expansion, according to the dictionary, is defined as the act 
or process of expansion, the state or quality of being expanded, the amount or degree of expansion. It's an expanded, dilated, and enlarged portion or form of a thing, anything that's scattered. You may be saying right now, my life seems like the complete opposite. I'm experiencing a loss, a delay. People have left my life. They're not entering. If financial resources have been exhausted, I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. And if that's the case, wait. Your God is pruning you to produce a greater harvest. Every expansion begins with a loss. Remember, expansion is to have influence and promote the message of the gospel of the whole world. God is going to expand our ability to believe him. As I said earlier, that to enlarge and to stretch is to make room for God. I make room for more of God's presence when I honor him in my actions and attitudes and move over by submitting my will to his. Psalms 121 verse one through two says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. See, the rest of the chapter assures us that he's always watching over us. We need to make sure our convictions about God are strong so that we keep our relationship with him our top priority no matter what we go through in our life. That once you hit a a, a tough moment, once there's a challenge, once you feel there's a delay, I I, I challenge you to say Psalms 121, 1 through 2, where does my help come from? There's a lot of TikTok videos that can help you. There's a lot of reels that can help you. There's a lot of podcasts that can help you. There's a lot of books that can help you. There's a lot of people around you that can give you their advice. But what will fulfill my heart? What will fulfill and change and transform me from the inside out? Where does my help come from? And a lot of us have forgotten to look up or to look within. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. He is always watching over us. 2024 expansion. It's time for us to look towards him. Look only to him and say, Lord, help me in this situation. Lord, I call upon you right now. Lord, beat me at my knee. Help me beyond what I can see. My help comes from the Lord. It all starts with hearing the word from God. During our last revived nights, which was at the start of this month, for those that were here December 6th, God confirmed the word of the year expansion by giving us a prophetic word from Pastor Alba, who's our pastor of Vive Arts. And in short, the word was Isaiah 54, 2 through 3, where it says, enlarge the place of your tent, strengthen your tent, curtains wide. Do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. See, 2024, she said, was a year of expansion. We will assume that something that increases takes up more space, that it is a year of amplitude and influence, that it's a year to widen, meaning to widen means to increase your place. It's not time to be lacking in vision. It's not time to walk away from what God's called you to do. God will provide the resources. The Lord will place pillars around you. It's time to identify who they are. See, to see and experience an expansion, it will take faith. Uncomfortable, uncompromising, unsettling faith. Faith leads me to action 
for something God said or promised. Faith is something I say, something I do, or something I sow. See, faith begins where the will of God is known. God speaks to us in different ways through the word of God, through prayer, through dreams, through visions, through others, through circumstances. You have to hear from God since faith is not telling God what to do, but it is God telling us what to do. It is not that God approves our plans, but that we accept his plans. Faith is about submission. It's about surrender. It's about accepting the will of God. Once we believe, we are able to operate in faith of all that God has promised the first step is always to believe. To believe. So Revive Colleen, it's time to prepare and expand. We've had moments in this service where we don't fit. We've said in our staff meetings what we don't want to say. What if we have to add another service? We're like, why? Because what we've gone through in the past Right where, where a lot of times we feel the feeling that the same people that are serving in this service are going to be serving in the next service. But I'm believing in expansion, that there's teams of people that will not be spread thin, but they'll be able to stretch out to be able to serve the people around full-hearted, full-focused, and full of energy. To be able to say, God, I'm here to serve your people. I'm here to cast a net to bring salvation to people. I'm here to bring hope to the lost. I'm here to show the love that was shown on a cross. I'm here to show power that was shown from when he rose from the cross. We don't know what God's asking us to do. Just obey. Say, God, as I pray that you bring expansion, that you surround us with pillars that can help us sustain it. It might be one of you in in the room right now. There's gifts and talents that are seated right right now that you've been feeling a tug in your heart saying, I got to do something different. I I met with my my cousin a couple weeks ago, right before Christmas, and he was with a friend that he tells me, he goes, hey, this is my my cousin. He's 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 the pastor I was telling you about. And I was like, did he tell you, he he tell you good things about me or he, you know? And he was like, no, no, he's probably, he was like, yeah. And, 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 you know, naturally when you introduce yourself as a pastor, and a lot of times I just say, I'm Andres, right? Because what will happen is, is one of two things. They'll stop cussing for the moment. Or number two, they'll start telling you really fast, like, I got to get back into church. And, you know, I got to do, they do, it's all the time, right? So just let y'all know, don't do that to me, okay? Just, just do it. Just come to church, you know what I'm saying? And so he's, t- he's telling me, he's going, he's like, man, yeah, I don't know. I was just talking to your cousin, how, how, uh, I grew up in church and I just been feeling a longing. We're standing in the middle of Walmart. You know how many of y'all ministered in Walmart before? He's just, he just, he's just, there's been a longing inside of me. Like I don't feel, I feel empty. Like I need, I need to be in community with people. And I said, what are you waiting for? I said, you know the truth, right? He was like, so what's holding you back? And he's like, I'm, I'm going to be there. I, I'm coming back from Puerto Rico. And when I come back, I'm, I'm going to be there. And I said, I'm, I'm, we'll be waiting for you. What's, what, what's holding you back from believing what God declared over your life? Right? What's stopping you from moving forward? What's, 
Something that's happened in this church, and, and, I'm, and I'm done. Something that's happened in this church is the flood of people that keep coming every week, and, I've, and I'm okay with it, because we're, we're okay if you don't stay here at Revive. But, but I'm going to let you know, when I say we're okay, it's not like, you know, get out. If you don't want to be here, get out. We're, that's not how we are. That's not, we've seen that too many years in our life under pastors where it's like, well, they don't want to be here, then get out. I don't, it, it is what it is. Some people have to go. And that's okay. It's okay. God will lead you where he wants you to go. If you feel God is speaking to you, to tell you, maybe there's a confirmation for you, like maybe God just spoke through Pastor Andres and I got to leave Revive. If that's what God is telling you, it is, we love you. God bless you. I'm not going to kick you on the way out because you're probably coming back. And when you come back, you come back with open arms saying, welcome home. Because sometimes it's our emotions. Sometimes it's just us because I want to force and rush what God has placed in my life. And God is saying there's a process to the journey that he wants to take you. Yes, there's greatness inside of you. Yes, there's big things. But sometimes you got to go through certain things in order for that to unravel in your life. I'm not trying to manipulate you to tell you that, yes, stay seated for a time. No, we need people to stand up and start walking in their calling. I can't do this by myself. We need people to stand up and say, Lord, I know you've called me. I'm not perfect. You've given me a gift. You've forgiven me. I believe that you're the son of God. Disciple me now, Lord, so I can move forward and reach more people for your kingdom. Is that an unselfish prayer or what? To say in 2024, God, I want you to expand my heart, expand my mind, expand my reach. Help me let go. Help me forgive. Help me walk away. Help me close that door. Help me heal so I can see all the goodness you have before me and goodness is not always monetary goodness is saving people from damnation, goodness is saving purpose of people's life goodness is reaching the lost goodness is feeding the poor goodness is showing the love of God like never before God is waiting to expand but it's time for us to stand to our feet and actually walk out what he's placed in our hearts it's time now, 2020 Don't wait till tomorrow. Make the decision now to say, God, I'm here. I submit to your will. Do as you please. See, when you make him Lord of your life, because we want Jesus the Savior. Save me from what I, the mess I put myself in. When you make them, Lord, you say, Lord, I put my mess to the side and say, God, I'm here. I died to my wants. I died to my plans. I carry my cross today. Lord, I make you Lord of my life. Leave me for the rest of my days. That's the relationship he wants. Not just Jesus the Savior. He's cool. He'll save you. He will. When I just show up when I need help. When I just show up when things are going good, God is saying, am I your God in the good and in the bad? Am I your God when it's tough? Am I your God when it's great? Am I your God when it doesn't make sense? Am I your God when it's all coming together? Am I your God when it hurts like hell? Am I your God when I heal you from it? Where am I? Am I in the middle and I'm only accessing them when things go my way? God is saying, I need all of you. All of you. Everything. It'd be unsettling for me to to allow this message to finish just on a high of expansion. And we're like, yeah, I'm going to make more money this year. Then you miss the whole entire point of what we just preached today. 
sadly, there's going to be a lot of that tonight in a lot of places. And that's good. I, I do want to make more money this year. I do, really, I do. But I'm not asking for that right now. I'm saying, Lord, expand our reach. Because I know when I make your kingdom first, you supply my I'm, okay. I'm good here. You already taken care of me, Lord. My health. I'm good here, but I got to put action now. Let's prepare for the surge in advance. Use your voice, your words, to release the sound within you to declare and proclaim. Preparation begins in the face before the one who created you and from whom all blessings flow. And as we seek him, he will show us the great and powerful events that are yet to come. He has great plans for you and the church in this coming season. Expansion plans, growth, and new territories. He is preparing you and his church to move forward and expand the boundaries of our lives. The shame of your youth will disappear when you become naked before the Lord. He will act on your behalf. Expand your living space. Do not stop. Prepare yourself. Be strong and fortify yourself in the Lord because he will open the doors. He will pass through the gates. He will level the mountains. He has called you by name. He will strengthen you and sustain you. He will pave the way for growth and expansion. He will take you to the secret places full of hidden treasures and revelations. He will give it to you in this year of expansion. I declare it and proclaim it, decree in Jesus' name. Come on, if you, I need you to lift your hand. I'll stand to your feet in this moment. If that's for you and your family, if that's for you and your marriage, if that's you for your future spouse, if that's for your business, if that's for all that you have influence over, if that's what you have, if you're receiving that today, say, Lord, do as you will in my heart. Lord, do as you will in my life. Lord, I receive that word today. Lord, expand my mind. Expand my heart for your presence. Help me grow closer to you. Help me with my influence and my reach so people can know your name. Father, we just come to you in this moment. Lord, we give you thanks, Lord, for this word. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done throughout this year. Lord, for what you continue doing, because it's not over, Lord. And Lord, we know that you don't operate on our calendar, Father, but as we count down the hours until the new year, Lord, that we are not left the same. Lord, that you continue to do things as your word declares that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no human mind can comprehend, cannot conceive the things that you have in store for the people that love you. And Lord, we receive that today as a church. Lord, from our first service into this service, Father, we declare it right now over every family, every life, every person, every, every one at the sound of my voice, Lord, that they receive this word of expansion within them, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. I want you to get close with your family. If you have your family next to you or if they're just close friends and they're your family of choice, come on, get close to them right now. And if you're close to them, why don't you put your hand on your heart or hold their hand or something that uh, Pastor Rick Pina, he's been here before with us. He sent a text to my dad and I this morning and uh, He wrote down, he was like, hey guys, I wanted to share you the thought of the day. And he says, let these go before the end of 2023. He says, forgiveness is a gift you gift yourself. He says, number one, forgive others. 
Number two, forgive yourself. Number three, stop keeping good records of bad things. Number four, open up your heart to God's best in 2024 and beyond. And as you let go of the past, you will be able to lay hold of what God has for you now and next. So there's a prophetic statement that my dad wrote that I want to share and repeat. But I want you to declare this over your life as I pray over you and your family. So I pray for you that the Lord makes room in your life for expansion. May he break the yokes of limitation. May he launch you toward where your coast will widen. May he make you cross that ancestral line drawn in your family that no one should cross. May God release fire along the path of your destiny to clear the crooked path of your life so that you can expand quickly. Let the anointing be released for full expansion to rest upon you in the name of Jesus. May this expansion put a new song in your mouths. Your life will not lack praise in 2024. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Come on, can we give a shout of praise in the room? Come on, how many are believing for expansion in Jesus' name? Come on, how many receive that for their families? Come on, for their hearts or their lives? Father, we receive your word today in Jesus' name. We apply it. Help us walk it out, Lord. We rebuke the devil. We rebuke the devourer, anyone that's trying to, to remove us from the plan and the path you have us on in Jesus' name. Lord, that we walk out of here, Lord, knowing that we're about to strengthen and lengthen and stretch and expand our tents, Father. Father, we say that this is the year of expansion in Jesus' name. Come on, how many say amen? Amen. How many say amen? Come on. Now, one final prayer. It's the most important prayer. And then y'all are done. Y'all can go to your festivities. Don't go into this next year the way you are right now. Grab hold of something like this and say, Lord, throughout January, we're going to be talking about expansion. We're going to break it down even more in what God's been talking to us for the rest of the Sundays of January. But, but right now, if you're going to take this right now for you, one of the things that I said, I said was it takes believing, right? To believe. You have to believe that Jesus Christ did come. That he is the son of God. That he did take our place. That he did die for our freedom. We have to live it out. And say, Lord, I, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want to give you that opportunity. Maybe you've done it before. Maybe you've never done it. But as awkward it may feel, this is life and death. And life begins when you say yes to Jesus. It takes believing him. And I'm believing expansion for my life and for our church families, for you. I'm believing it. Believing it for all the person that, that there's dreams revived in your life that you do throughout this year saying, Lord, wow, you've you woke up something that I thought was gone and dead. I'm believing it for your health. This is the year 2024 to get healthy. We're believing it. We got too much to do, too much to go. God is going to put a drive in you to do and make the right choices for you to be healthy. You have to. It's that time. So God's calling your name. 
And I want to give you that opportunity to make things right before God right now. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the time is now. If you have before and you feel distant from him today and you're like, man, I'm not living my life the way I should be living. But there's a drive right now, a desire in you to say, you know what, I can't go into 2024 the same. Then God's calling your name. Whether you've never done it or you've done it before and you want to reconcile and say, Lord, today I begin new. It's a new day. It's a new season. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if I'm talking to you, I just want you to lift your hand right here and say, you know what, Pastor Andres, I'm, I'm ready to receive Jesus. I'm